G'day everybody, Pips and J-Dog here. Wow, wow, we wow. If Borat was in the room right now, he would be saying that exact phrase if that was the only way you could discuss what has happened since the weekend's cracking round of games with the news that's been rolling out over the last couple of days. You're here with Peps, the 377-game superstar of the East Keeler Football Club. And remember last week, gentlemen, I was Diggler and it was Roller Girl. You know it's the J-Dog. He's the superstar. Jamie Wallace joining us again for a massive week of the Lace Out podcast because it's exactly how you want your footy each and every week here live on Facebook or through your podcast app today. J-Dog, how you going, my friend? And is your head spinning with what's happened literally in the last six days of footy? Yes, but no. Have you seen the movie Tenet? Yes, I have seen the movie that- my brain is still mush from that movie, Pep. So if I'm a little bit like foggy tonight, my brain is still trying to untangle the movie Tenet. Christopher Nolan, he loves a good space-timey sort of shifting movies. If anyone's seen Tenet out there in the chat, let us know because I don't understand it. Peps, I know that you don't have the IQ to understand that movie. That's, that's I, I'm still trying to untangle it in my head. So, Peps, if I'm a little bit off today, it could be because I'm moving forward or I'm going backwards. I don't quite know. I actually think that when I try. Oh, that's a Melbourne little thing. That little Melbourne thing. Oh, oh, oh going forward and going backward. <laughs> <laughs> Funny, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, it's okay. No, but, mate, there's so, look, there is so much to get there through. Is. We'll get into the news literally right off the bat. For everyone joining us tonight, I'm Chris Pepper, like I said, host of the Lace Out podcast. And the guy that you're looking at over there is the J-Dog. Um, and if you're not looking, you're listening to him as well. He's a pretty cluey guy, barracks for Port Adelaide, but we don't hold that against him. Hey, we, we're going to give you lots to talk about tonight. We're going to have the ladder, and that is that is just when we thought the ladder was fixed and done, it doesn't. It just gets thrown into absolute chaos again. Changes we've again. Got, we've got coaching changes. We've got succession plans. We've got the votes. Who's getting dragged? Who's going to be spinning the magnets? Game of the round. Uh, remember, if you want to get a footy, go to Sharon.com.au, type in Lace Out at the pod, at the checkout, get 30% off, literally literally 33% off, but take off three. That's how much you get off in your footy. <laughs> Half um, actually, you know what? I'm trying to think of succession plans, and if I did have to go down the route of a Christopher Nolan film, I'd go Inception mm-hmm. because it's just a dream within a dream within a dream if you think succession plans actually work. People leave in the AFL. Milney's on the Milney's on the chat already. It's going to be an absolute cracker, mate. Let's get to the news of the round because I can't hold myself back any further. And I think, look, it, it simply has to start the massive news coming out today regarding Sam Mitchell, fourth mm-hmm. on football. Yes. Clarko. It means we're going to the news, and we're going to the best of the best. Bugger you, Hutchie. Bugger you, Tom Brown. Dobu, bugger you, anyone. This is the newsman. He is the great man. Over to you, Jamie Wallace. It comes to an end, Peps. After 18 long years at Hawthorne, the man, the coach, the myth, the legend, the man who was responsible or partly responsible for getting the Hawthorne their three-peat, all of those things, Alistair Clarkson's coaching tenure now has an end date on it in 2023, he will no longer be coach of the Hawthorne Football Club, taking over his spot. We're going to be is a succession plan, and we use that word, the dirty word succession plan. It's a bit of a oxymoron, success 
succession plan because wow. not many of the succession plans have not many do been a success. No, so so Sam Mitchell is now poised to take over the Hawthorne Football Club uh, moving forward. It is now set in place. It has all sort of had a chain effect from the sacking of Buckley, Collingwood wanting and seeking out coaches and. Sam Mitchell at this time last week was very high on their radar. Um, Jeff Kennett has come out today uh, with a press conference and a bit of a chat about what had happened and the decision of Buckley to be moved on from the Pies in June 8 has had a bit of a rethink in Hawthorne saying if we want to make this thing, we want to make lock this in, we need to take Sam Mitchell off the table. Bit of a timeline of events. On Monday, the news came out that Sam Mitchell was removing himself from the job for the Collingwood Football Club head coach uh, and then two days later it has all come out and he's now going to be the, like always assumed, the successor to Alistair Clarkson. So, Peps, where do you want to take this one? Do we want to talk about Clarkson moving on and how that's going to work? Are we talking about maybe some conspiracy theories around the Collingwood potential role? Are we talking about maybe Clarkson moving up north to the Suns or going to Carlton? Or is a Collingwood card? Maybe he's not going to stick around until 2023. Maybe he'll leave. Who knows, Pep? So where do you want to take this conversation? All right. First and foremost, succession plans don't work. They don't, they don't work. And if you have a look at every succession plan so far, none of them have worked. All right. So let's go through some of them, all right? Mm-hmm. Buckley and Malthouse, yeah, did not work. Failed catastrophically. Terrible timing with a premiership team. It was catastrophic in what happened there. <laughs> it was. They literally gave a guy who made two grand finals in a row and said, "See you later." One, it's worked though, Peps. You've hit. You've hit a forehand over my net. I'll hit a forehand back over your net. Okay. Ruse Longmire. Nah. So Ruse and Longmire, Longmire had already been there for a while anyway. And so mm-hmm. Ruse and so Ruse was there. Longmire came in. It wasn't a succession plan. He was just an an, an assistant coach mm-hmm. into that role. Okay. Literally, Ruse finished straight in. None of this succession plan with a couple of years' notice, which we saw a moment ago. So there's none of that. Okay. Right? So I don't count that one. Now, here's one that I'm gonna be you're gonna go, oh, you really? I w- I'd say even Ruse Goodwin. Yep. It has, has not worked. Hasn't worked. It hasn't worked because Ruse instilled quite a bit of a defensive mindset and got the club back to having um, a bit of culture around the place, et cetera. And I don't think Goodwin has taken that rise because how can you go and make finals, drop it two years in a row after that, potentially making finals again? It, it doesn't I, – I look at a succession plan is that the, the coach who takes over is putting the club in a better place than what he got it. Okay. And he hasn't so far. Now, what regardless about of what's, – Regardless of what's going on at the moment, and we'll get to that after what happened on the weekend. Sure. On, the, the jury is still out on Goodwin, regardless of what the record says at the moment, sitting 12 and 5. They asked the demon supporters, if you put them in a row, 10 of them, and said yes or no for Goodwin, mm-hmm. I reckon – a majority would still say no. What about Wusha and Rutten? It didn't work last year, did it? It didn't work. When the two of them were in the box together, it did not work. Mm-hmm. Now, Rutten has come in, put his own stamp of approval on things, and I think with an influx of kids as well. Like you've got a, he, he had 
He had seven, eight, nine in the draft to play with as well. You don't really get that much at all. Okay? Yeah. So what I'm thinking is Rutten. Look, I'm the first to admit I, I had inside word on what Rutten was like, and I was saying to Eston supporters at the start of the year that he'll be an absolute uh, train wreck and he he'll completely kill the place. But mate, I'm I'm happy to admit that I'm wrong with that because it looks like what he's done so far has been awesome. The kids that they've got are, are sensational. Mm-hmm. The majority of these succession plans just do not work. Yep. Now, if it's one person taking over from another, like. I'm finishing at the end of the year, somebody's taking over next year, that's different because that's not a succession plan. But when mm-hmm. you're putting, you're having that gap year where you have to sit aside and then you're getting two mixed messages. I've got this guy coming in next year. I'm listening to the guys running the show now. Which one do I look after? Do I do I listen to this one? Do I listen to that one? Yep. It just causes confusion on the ranks. And I, don't, I don't like it at all, to be honest. Okay. Um, what I have heard, and I reckon this is a sensational, I'm going to put this one up by Milne. Milne's on the chat. He'd be pumped after what the, the Saints did on the weekend. But he's just come and said that he'll be at the D's in 2023 taking over Goodwin because he can't coach. The D's are in trouble with a dysfunctional form. Like Milne, I wholeheartedly agree. If you wait to my votes that are going to be coming in, certain football clubs starting with Melbourne will be getting dragged uh, and getting themselves a couple of votes after losing it at the selection table last week. And I and I have a deep – I have a feeling he played for the D's, remember. I would love to see Clarkson come in and take over. Um, from Goodwin, but it, it just opens up so many different things, J-Dog. Because, All right. Because it is a snowball effect because, okay, he's available now. Yeah. Have a look at the clubs that are looking at either signing coaches on or mm-hmm. we're not too sure at the moment. You've got this beautiful little four-time premiership carrot dangling in front of you. Yep. What do you do? What do you do if you're Carlton? Mm-hmm. What do you do if you're Collingwood? Well, this is how Carlton got sucked in last time with this carrot. With Wrighton, remember? Yep. Five years ago, that sucked into this. They had this. They had this. This promise of someone is going to come to their club. They're going to be the new coach. I can't, the name's absolutely just lost me right now, though. Which club again? Sorry, Carlton. Malthouse. Uh, no, Malthouse. no, it wasn't Malthouse. No, no, it was someone before that. They said someone was absolutely sure to get that job, and they never actually even went for it. Got sucked into it. I can't remember. There's a Carlton someone. There's someone on Carlton who's who can remember this story. It was about yeah, it was about four years ago, four or five years ago. Can't remember what it was now. Anyway, not <laughs> Voss. Well, hey, look, Vossy's back on the table for Carl for Collingwood. Mm. Make Vossy coach again. Vossy coach again. No, I don't know. I reckon the players will be a little bit disheartened. Um, it's a big one, Peps, because I, what does I, as you said, what does Clarkson do next where. season? It did. Well, Came out of nowhere. He's staying on, but if you know what I'd do, I'd just make a clean break and say, mate, you follow me for the rest of the year, I'll leave. Mm. There's no point hanging around for a year. Like it's just a it's just a waste. I reckon, you know, if I was Clarkson, knowing I could literally ask for what I want at any club and they would pay it, I'd be going, you know what? Mitchie, you have it at the end of the year. I'm gonna yep. go somewhere else. Well, what are Hawks now? Hawks have had two wins for the season. They're not making finals. He's not going to be invested into the rebuild of that club. So I don't know what he would give and what he like. He's not. He's not going to see the fruit from the plants that he that he's planted. So the seeds that he's planted. So let's just uh, let's let's just as I said, maybe cut the ties and and take a year off and then maybe look for another role no, or go straight into another club. Yeah, I don't think he needs to take another year off. I just think go straight into another club. 
Because you think about it this year. He's going to go through another year this year mm-hmm. of players that we need. I want this type of player, et cetera. Has them for a year, then leaves. So I think that if hey, you're nice. going to be the person in charge, you really need to get your hands around the draft table the year before you actually go into the role. So unless okay. Mitchell's really got a hands-on, um, yeah. All right. So if you're playing, if you're playing, I spy coaches. Mm-hmm. Where is Clarko more needed? Up north, or somewhere else? I reckon Milne's got it. I reckon there's one club. He, he, he got, look, if you're taking over a club, you want you want to see that. Have right. First of all, have they got players in place? Mm-hmm. Tick. Have they got a good list? Yep. Yep. Are these players signed up for at least three years? Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, are are they a club on the rise? Mm-hmm. All right. And there's one club that comes straight to my mind. GWS. Uh, <laughs> funny enough, I'm going to say it, it is my club. You can't have another AFL world co- bank world coach for you, can no, no, you? No, 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 no. Well, mate, we don't. Unlike your club, mate, we don't have to. Oh, we're not supported oh, by the AFL. Oh, got you, got you early. <laughs> you did get me early. But we're not supported by the AFL, but he's the type of coach that we need tough love. You got we, that. We need that tough. No, we don't. We don't have that tough love. That's that's. Chocker Williams goes to Collingwood. We lose that tough love. I don't think Goodwin is a tough love type of guy. Goodwin was bought in for his tough love. No. He, he, I don't Hit him it. between the eyes. I thought I, that's what it was all about. No, nope, I don't see it. So maybe, Milne, maybe he did Mark Neal again. Hold on. Milne's got it. I reckon Milne's got it. The other yes. club, look, and if Mark Williams, now this is what happens. Who's Collingwood go after now? Do they continue on with their group? Because I'm telling you, they had Mitchell, like number one, with a star around him. Yeah. He, he was he was he was their Tim Tebow of the uh, <laughs> nice reference. Nice Timmy reference. Tebow. He had Tim Tebow ready to go, and he's gone now. Yeah. What do we do? Where do we go with this? I don't know. Yeah. Mark Williams may be overtaking over. Do they still go with the people Oof. that they've had written down? Chris Scott. Chris Scott now, who is going to probably take over from another bloke who we're going to talk about at the moment. Does he now throw his hat into the ring? Mm. What does it do for the Carlton? You know, review that's going on right now. Do they sit back and go, oh, shit, hold on a second. We've got a choice to either stick with this guy or potentially throw it at that guy. Who do you as, go with? As someone who has been cancelled by culture, Sam Newman would say, there are lots of machinations with what is happening <sighs> at the moment in the coaching realms with this decision tonight my or today. Head, my head is going to explode. And literally we had a couple of hours to get this stuff together yeah. and try and work out a plan. Uh, there's a, literally legitimately six clubs at the moment, I reckon, sitting around going, where do we go from here? Clubs with coaches coming out of contract or clubs with coaches who are not performing as well. I don't know. It's just, yeah. you know, you mentioned Stewie Jew before. Mm-hmm. Perfect example why Stewie Jew's the right man. Look what he and his club did to the Tigers last week. Oh, we're going to get them soon. <laughs> Should Carlton, uh, so Carlton to recruit Clarko? No, I don't think they will. I, I actually think they'll stick with Teague. And they'll get better. You can't just keep changing your coach, changing your coach. What does that say for the stability of your club? You just can't keep changing your coach every second year. There hasn't been a club that succeeded in it. Richmond did it for years. Didn't work. Melbourne did it for years. Didn't work. Melbourne could still do it. Yep. Pardon? Melbourne could still do it. Melbourne could still do it, but Goodwin would have been there for five seasons. 
Oh, past all the seasons. What a, so what a lifetime. Total. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so seven <laughs> club coaches next year. Rocco Matafari, top bloke, Rocco. Tell you what, his son, absolute star. Second best number six to ever play for East Keeler, he is. Behind yours, truly. Um, he won't go to the Blues. No. no. I don't think the Blues. I think I think there could be a serious um, incentive from the AFL to go north. Oh, but, the, no, but I don't no. want to walk out Stewie Jew because what they did on the weekend was exactly great. Exactly right. So I reckon he's going to Melbourne. I'm just saying it now. I Melbourne. He, Clarkson and Melbourne, my God. So Goodwin was out, even though he could, his team could still finish in the top four. He could still be out. After what happened on the weekend, in a way, they deserve th- – those are the decisions that cost clubs uh, – cost coaches cost because whether it's uh, ego, whether it's stupidity, whether it's, hey, you know what, I don't have a freaking clue why we did not play a key forward on the weekend. You told me you don't need Ben Brown. You said to me. You told us all on Thursday you don't need Ben Brown. Yeah, but that was Thursday. And then after, after I sort of watched a little bit of the game, mm. <laughs> no, Charlie, Charlie, Charlie. I'm, not, I'm saying Clarko and Gold Coast, they are not a match made in heaven. Stewie Jew will stay there. They they can't have their f- – what is it? Um, two, they can't have four coaches in 12 seasons. You can't do that, or 11 seasons. You can't do that. Oh, that's a good point, Charlie, but they, they will not go down that route at all. Yeah, and the Hawks have come out and put this on the table that they are not in the premiership window now for the next five years. You're talking oh, right. about – Recruits such as Tom Mitchell, um, who's now going to be oh, what's going to be now thirty something plus. Then Chad Wingard, Jago Mira, um, are in their plans. So once I'd again, flush, I'd flush the complete lot, mate. I'd flush. The oh, complete. you would you would do a whole thing rebuild what they did eighteen years ago. I would do what uh, Eston did last year. In okay, we can we'll take a bit of a hit, but if we can get three gun kids in, mm-hmm. selling off a Mitchell. Maybe not a wing guard. You might get some, maybe a second rounder for wing guard. Maybe I don't know what he's worth these days. Yeah. Uh, you might get – Mitchell will get you definitely a first. Even though Mitchell first. Jaeger and Chad. Jaeger and Chad, maybe a second round. So if you've got your existing first and you yep. can pinch another and two – like get four picks in the first 38 and mm. good quality ones. Oh, for sure. Um, yeah, I think that's – yeah, they've got a big five years because they've got the Dingley project as well. They're trying to get up and running. Um, yeah, I think. Um, yeah, I really hope that. I really hope that. I would really hope he goes to Melbourne, and I can't believe I'm saying that with the with the season that we got. But our flaws keep getting exposed. Tell you what, right now, if I was if I was Simon Goodwin, it'd be like Carmen San Diego when you're close. You are just throwing knives. You are throwing axes. You're shooting guns towards him. You just, you're just trying to just get rid of your own coach again. You Melbourne people are ruthless. You ran Mark. You ran. You ran. You ran Mark Neal out of town. You ran. You ran Bailey out of town. You guys are just ruthless. Listen, oh, I'm not biting tonight. I'm not biting. I'm not biting. <laughs> Oh, come on, I tried. I tried a little bit. Calm down, Tarps. All right. Now, so he's gone. <laughs> yes. Like when you thought that would – now, normally on a normal week of this magnificent football podcast, that's usually the news of the week and then we struggle for something else to talk about and then Jamie happens to come up because he is the news man, right? Mm-hmm. Um, just 
I just, I just love. I just love our community. Does it get better? Ben Brand is secretly two midgets standing on top of one of one another, <laughs> just like Ratatouille, except shit. Charlie Keegan, that is probably that's, comment of the year so far. That's pretty funny. Um, and if you put he's got sideshow Bob's haircut on top of that, you're probably about right. Uh, but no, I reckon Brandy will be back this week. We'll be, we'll be, we'll be bright this week. All right. Yep. So out of all that, who turns mm-hmm. out? Mr. Steve Hawking decides to pull the pin because he's going to Geelong mm-hmm. at the start of next year to take over their CEO. So, Mr. Football himself, Mr. Yep. I love to change a rule. Replaces it, Brian he, replaces Brian Cook, Geelong, long-standing 23-year CEO of Geelong Football Club, going back home where it all began. Number one for him, his brother, him and Buddha. Mm. Back at Geelong, kicking ass. Okay. Go, go, kittens. Taken over. Geelong. Hey. Whiskers if, and Hocking, they're back together again. If people said that uh, Geelong has a little bit of a bias with the umpires and all the rules, this just confirms it, doesn't it, Peps? Yeah. Oh, no, <laughs> Free kick Geelong. Free kick Geelong. Uh, look, he's been in for – well, how long has he been in the role now? For four years, was it? Uh, four or five years. So he's been uh, okay. six years actually, yeah. So ag- agent of change for sure. Okay, so the good thing about this bloke, and I must admit, is that when he when changes needed to be made, he wasn't afraid to make changes. Ah, that's right. But just like dancing with your sister, oh no, you're going to snipe him. Here we go. Here's the inner Melbourne coming out again. No, but he doesn't go the whole way at all. (laughs) What do you mean? Because he makes he's made changes that haven't made a difference to the game whatsoever. What do you mean? What's a change he's made that hasn't no. made a difference? So let's, so let's go through some of the changes that he's gone through. Okay. Rightio. Rightio. Through it. Okay. My favourite, 666. Works. Okay. You just don't egg me on, mate. Don't egg me on tonight, all right? It doesn't work, <laughs> all right? Outside of, outside of maybe three or four games throughout the year where it might affect in the last – it doesn't make a difference. How many times? How many times have we seen games change scores in the last five minutes of a game, from kickouts and centre clearances and those sorts of things? Jamie, Jamie, there's no creativity in the coaching side of things. You can't do anything to protect the lead. What do they do? What do they do beforehand? They just flooded back. But you creative. Know what, why not? You sh- but you should be allowed to. But then when you flood it back, it leaves opportunity for teams to have more players on the periphery to be able to take a shot. I like now, it. Now you even you don't like it. I like it. Bullshit. It allows teams not to come off the back of the square and get extra people into the contest early. Doesn't allow them to do that. All right, but people that's the, that's be, the problem. It, it actually clogs up the forward line. Exactly. Everybody, but it clog. No, but it clogs up the forward line. It doesn't leave it open because you have to have six players in the fifty. Yeah, but if you're a coach, out. push your push two of your forwards up the ground. Back. One in the goal square, four up. You can't have four up though. They're still in the fifty. Yeah, but ouch, they're fifty meters out. Nah, it clogs it up. It's it's a stupid. But how good is it? A player three minutes to go, clean center clearance, mm. five seconds. I mean, mm. five points between the two teams. Kick a nice long ball deep into the fifty. Big forward mark. Big jukes yeah. up. Okay, and how many times has that actually occurred since the rules been introduced? I don't know, Pepsi. Look like. Uh, champion data to you. <laughs> you, you, look, you, you look like a certain size schlong. 
<laughs> but I'm just saying that it is it's not good enough. Like it doesn't doesn't all right. What so you don't like it, I like it. I hate it. it. All right, I hate it. Next Second one. one. Running out of the goal square. Why do we even have a goal square anymore? Like that's a stupid and people who short pass when you've got a you got you got the 10 meter goal square and then you've got some other bloke standing 15 it's 25 meters free reign. And just to be able to run it's Stupid! I don't. I don't, like it. I don't mind it. I don't mind it. I'm with you a bit though. They don't use it. They don't use it. Well, they the, the clubs the teams just set the defenses back another 15 meters. But then they do the short kick, and the guy oh, yeah. moves across, and you don't get anywhere. Yeah, that's, but that's stupid, not right. That's not his fault. That's just what the defensive systems are doing. These clubs yeah. these days, they're very good. It's not get stuff, Jamie. Here's another one. <laughs> uh, should we go with? Oh, no, third man up. That's a rule that is dumb. That's dumb. That's a dumb rule. Do you, do you remember the good old days? Nominate Ruckman's dumb. I don't like it. Nominate Ruckman. Hey, John and Peter, the two six foot eight blokes. Who Charlie, Max. Charlie, Max. <laughs> you going up, Charlie, Max. Come on. Give me a break, will you? Yeah, that's dumb. That's dumb. Right, that's dumb. Stand. Stand. Hey, free the balls. Jamie, it's made, I think, less than a goal's difference from the entire – you tell me what it was like at the start of the year to now. It is nothing. Oh yeah, players but once even, again, Jamie, players don't even they don't even they don't even stand the mark anymore. How is it when a guy's having a shot from thirty meters out and you have to stand there with your arms out, looking like one of the freaking those blob things things out the front of the vacuum cleaner shops? <laughs> Can you give us some more action, please? Thank you, Peps. I oh, know it's we're just a live we're stupid. a live medium these days. We are a visual oh, medium. Oh, it's just freaking stupid. Peps, I don't mind it because it has freed up that little handball with the player running past to get Jamie. the ball moving faster. Jamie, I don't mind it. But scoring's not up, is it? What I don't like. Scoring's not up. How can you say scoring is up when you've got scores of 77, 67, 57? That's not fair. You're talking about two boring clubs. You're talking about St. Kilda and Collingwood. No, I'm talking about Richmond. I'm talking about Gold Coast. I'm talking about Essendon. I'm talking about GWS. I'm talking about Melbourne. I'm talking about Adelaide. I'm talking about Dockers. I'm talking about Hawthorne at 55. What did Port Adelaide get? 87. Almost 100. Oh, jeez. There were three three scores in 18. (laughs) Three scores in 18 kicked over 100 on the week. I don't mind it. I don't mind it. Oh, just. I don't don't agree with some of the things. Like, I don't agree in the – Tiggy Touchwood sort of bullshit calls where it gets called a 50. That's harsh. Oh, but but I don't how, mind. About, how about making an actual call on things like dropping the ball, holding the ball? Okay. All that sort so of that's, stuff. That's I do agree. That shits everybody. On the chat, you watch them start coming in now and watch the chat coming in on the on the Facebook page when this goes live. Um, the fact of the matter that you don't even have to have a you don't even have to make contact now, as long as you attempt to, it's play on. That's a joke. Okay, so here's my thing, Peps. Oh, I don't want to see you. Why don't we, instead of potting the umpires, why don't we make them full professionals and give them the better training and make them a full-time profession, not leave it up to interpretation? Jamie, 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 it doesn't matter, mate. Just make the rules cleaner, simpler. They don't have to be full-time. Umpires, why not? Mate, football players weren't always full-time and they played a great game. And I'll tell you what, if you have a look at the umpiring in the 90s, 80s, early 2000s, to when the, there was more and more rules introduced, it was a better quality of game. There's too much hands on there. I would argue against that. Oh, bullshit, Jamie. You, you, put lo- any game up, you put any game up in the last 10 years and I'll show you a game in the previous 10 years that will outdo it. 
That's fine, but I'm not going to say the nineties are a better football than the mid two thousands. Oh, okay. But I do think we should we we should get around our umpires and give them full time training, full time jobs. They are they a hundred and fifty thousand dollars per year do, job. What are they going to do? What are they going to do for forty hours? They just they just look at the rules. They go to clubs. They consult. Wanna, they do all those what, things. What what does that do? What does what doing do consulting mean? Well, because I think it clears up a lot of the the misinterpretation of the rule. The misinterpretation, exactly. Has when you look at the rule the and then you look at the decision, you're like, I, I can understand that better. But the they rules, miss things. Jamie, but the rules need to be cleaner. He's the rules, amazing. okay, so there needs to be a, a, a look at either simplifying them. I do agree there, Peps, because at the moment, and unfortunately it is a game umpired by people, the mistakes happen, and that's okay. But, but mate, it's and, – and That's this, this always going to happen. You want to talk about all the good things he's done. He hasn't made the rules any cleaner. He's actually muddied them even more. Uh, okay. And you know what? Interchange, drop that. Drop it. Drop it to – Drop it to, to four, what? Drop it to – what is it? Drop the number or drop the whole drop thing? The num- no, drop the number. How many is it down to at the moment? 75. Drop it to 50. No, actually, yeah, drop it to 50. Oh. Okay. 50 wow. for the game. Just have five men on the bench. Don't worry about this injury sub crap again. Let's <laughs> get rid of it. Hey, both our clubs are using this year, though. Oh. We've used them. We've used them, Peps. Oh, it's just a joke. Like, here's a perfect example, right? Look, this is like the donk, mate. The donk comes on every couple of weeks. I know he's got a lot on his plate, Ross Barkley. He does, donk, yes. Right? An absolute superstar. But what happened to when someone dives on the ball and the op- opponent jubs, grabs his jump and puts his hand up? The old, these ones. Yeah. No, they just lay on top of him. The guy is getting he's getting freaking violated mm-hmm. by six different ways to Sunday. He can't even mm-hmm. do anything. They call that that's dropping the ball or yeah, or dragging it in. Or dragging it in. But then there's mm-hmm. guys getting spun 360s and not even making contact, and that's just play on. And it's but, costing games. It's happened many times. No, where peps, games have been costed already. Peps, no, don't be like that. Coach. <laughs> Peps, coaches have always said that that's not the truth. That's not the truth. Calls don't cost the games. There are moments within the games that cost it. Look at him. You've said you've upset him now. That's you, Ross. You've upset him. Charlie, you've upset him. All take responsibility. He's probably just going to get his tissues. He'll be back, fellas. It's all good. See, he'll be back. There he is. Got your tissues? Yeah. Cool down? Calm down. (laughs) That's a bloody good point. Deliberate out of bounds, another one. You know, every team cops it. It's not. I know the, every it's team not, cops it, but every team shouldn't cop it. All right, let's move on because right, I know you on. you get let's very go. passionate about umpires. I do. I do. Hey, can we just get some good news? What about Silk? Oh, what about him? Ten, about, ten, ten disposals for the game. What a great game! Uh, he's, he's played four hundred more than us combined. <laughs> <laughs> um, look. Great, great night for both the Hawthorne and the Port Adelaide Football Club, celebrating one of their one of their past champions and then one of their current champions. Four, three premierships, all four times. Sorry, all Australians. Unbelievable career. Left Port Adelaide at about 187 games, roughly. Everyone thought he had maybe a season or two left, and he's gone on to crack through the 400 game mark. I think personally, this is his last year. I don't think he'll play on beyond this. Um, but what a great sad note because I got pumped on Friday and said I know it's one of the most boring games of football I've ever seen. But chaired off by Boke and the other guy, I forgot his name. 
<laughs> didn't pay my look. I didn't watch the end of the game that much because I was so friggin' bored myself. And that's my team. I was so bored after that game. Um, so it was good. Good night. Uh, but yeah, uh, good stuff. One of five. One of five players in the AFL to make that. Who are the other four? Mark. Who are the other four? Boomer. Yeah. Fletch. Yeah. Bartlett. Yeah. Tuck. Yeah. And there's someone else. That, that's five, mate, in total, Neil. Oh, there we go. Good. There we go. Got him. Um, just, just one thing. Look, I don't want to talk about umpires any longer, but Ross Bartlett mentioned, didn't uh, the umpires win the grand final for the Dogs in 2016? Oh, sneaky. Yeah, they did. Uh, yeah, maybe, but they're also <laughs> the same umpires that didn't report Trent Cotchin for basically breaking uh, Dylan Schill's face in the pre- in the prelim a year later. So, you know, ducks and drakes there, donk. All right. Rightio. Um, what else we got there, Peps? Oh, you want to bring the, bring the ladder up, Peps, because someone sitting opposite in me on the webcam is getting a little bit nervous, and so they should. Bring it up, Peps. Okay. Bring the ladder up. All right, I'll get the ladder up. Okay, so it's ladder time. And we know we normally go through this at the start of the episode, but there was some big news that we had to cover off, and it was simple as that. But let's have a look at the ladder, and my goodness gracious, are things shaping up. Jamie, put your head so I can see you. Right, doggies and D's clear at the top of the ladder. 48 points. Then is a conglomerate. The Lions, Port Adelaide, and Geelong <laughs> sitting on 44. My goodness gracious, the D's in the space of a week, you go from first to fifth. The Swans are sitting pretty nicely, uh, 36. Wet toast. Oh, my God. What did they do on the weekend? 32. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And GWS, after what they did to the D's, sneak into the eight. Bitchmond who were Gold Coast's bitches, go to their traditional <laughs> slot of ninth. There's nothing better than that. Fremantle, after what they served up. No. Oh, had a chance. You don't even have a sniff now. Essendon, you've blown your chance. What did you do? Mm-hmm. Carlton, they still think they can make it. That's even funnier. Gold Coast, five wins on 20. Same as Adelaide, which was magnificent. Collingwood, Hawthorne and North Melbourne uh, rounding it off at the yeah. end as well. But mind you, North, if you consider they lost by 128 points at the start of the year to the Doggies, mm-hmm. come in on the weekend and only have only go down by the smallest of margins of 29. I think a 100-point turnaround is not a bad result after what they dished up earlier. But yeah, mate. We, we we're going to get to one week at a time, but there's only one game that we're looking forward to this week, and we'll get to it. But it's, we will. The D's and the Peps. The D's important. Lovely thing from Charlie there. It was fantastic to see the Gold Coast Suns na na naring Richmond. Oh, all of all of Richmond's 500 supporters at the ground. Oh yeah. Oh yes. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> we don't like Marvel. We don't travel to. Melbourne. <laughs> yeah, sorry, you're not coming at Richmond Station. It's called Dockland Station, or sorry, Southern Cross Station. Who cares? Southern Cross Station. Oh, we've got nine hundred thousand members, but none of us like to go to Marvel. There was more people at the West Coast Sydney game yeah. than there was at the Richmond Gold Coast game. Absolutely. But we've Fair got weather supporters. But we've got 100,000-plus members. That's what happens when 87,000 of them are cats and dogs. I must say, though, Peps, 
Fantastic start to the week and Richmond loses oh, it. Oh, it was cold. It was cold. <laughs> there, was, there would have been, everybody, if you're on the chat or you're listening to this right now, if you would tell us if you were excited watching the Tigers getting beaten by Gold oh. We were we we did it. We were doing tipped out when that one started. We were we were yep. riding at home. Absolutely. We were like, oh yes, yes. It was and they awesome. were they were they were dead and buried in the last, and they somehow just found a way oh. to retain that little bit of a margin. So good. Oh, it was so. You know, you know, like after a hard day's work, you just sit on the couch and you grab yourself a, a beer or a bourbon or a, or, a, or, a, or a maison if you're non-alcoholic, and you just sit back. You taste and it hits your lips, and you just go, "Oh, that was good." Yeah, it's the next taste is better, and the next sip, and the next minute, you're four cans down. You go, "How good is this?" Yeah, that was like watching Gold Coast. <laughs> it was glorious. Oh, it was glorious. Oh, it was a bit of the coughs, mate. A bit oh, of the coughs. That's <laughs> no, that was my impersonation of uh, what's that mob called? Richmond sputtering. Secondly, Peps, Rio had a chance to knock Richmond down to 10th and they absolutely choked. 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 Mm -hmm. How many clubs choked on the weekend? Not mine. No, there there was – let's go through. I'll tell you who choked. Richmond choked. Mm -hmm. Would you say Essendon choked? They did have a decent margin in the first. Mind you, Tom Tom Hawkins choked the shit out of them. <laughs> Melbourne choked. Um, Frio choked. Wet toast choked. No, big that, time. That, that's bigger than choke. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, the, the um, final eight. The final eight we we said was done a number of weeks ago. Now the oh. top four's not even done, and the the the, the bottom part of the the top eight's not done. Peps, I know you're nervous. I know you're sitting there today. I want to just reassure you that Melbourne will still make top four. I can't guarantee one or two anymore, but as long as it's top four. But he, we're going to talk about our game later on. We will. You, you had a prediction. I don't want to go into it too much, but you got a prediction that you wrote to me the other day, and I fell off my chair in laughter when you sent it to me. <laughs> I said, "You've got to be kidding, J Dog." <laughs> um, but we'll get in the. Hey, I reckon now it's time to spin the magnets, mate. I reckon it's time to give our votes for the weekend. I think mm-hmm. it's time that we. Uh, we get the bad, the bad boys, as we say. Mm-hmm. Um, so let's spin the magnets. I reckon we might start with. Uh, I think we might start with the bad ones. I reckon we start with a bit of barass, um, a bit of dragging a barass. So uh, you're right there, big fella. Oh, good. Are you off, Ellingworth? On bloody weakest piss. Oh yes. Oh, I love a good a bit of barass. All right, and by the way, fingers crossed. Uh, we did a bit of a shout-out last week to see if there's any graphic artists that can help us with a T-shirt design. And fingers crossed we will have something exciting to show you uh, related to what you just heard. But I won't go into much more than that. It's going to be a, a limited edition run. Uh, mm-hmm. From what I've seen so far by the artist who's going to do it, my God, this could be like – Stunning, absolutely stunning. All right, can I give? Can I go first and foremost? You go, Peps. All right, first and foremost, one vote. You already mentioned it to me before, Jamie. Richmond's supporters. Yes. Now, how many supporters do you think that they've got? Uh just a couple, I think. Uh, how many do you reckon? Uh, maybe, maybe, maybe ten. Ten. Oh, okay. Twenty. 
2020? They've got over 100,000 <laughs> members, right? Mm. Over 100,000 again. Yeah. Now, how many of them turned up at Marvel on Friday, on Thursday night? Oh, I want to say less than less than, less there than was, five thousand. I think there was four, fourteen thousand there. Total, yep. Total. They were getting out. Bar- they were getting out cheered by the Gold Coast. Yeah, how good it was. They showed up. They showed a shot on the wing, and it was just all school kids. Yep. You see that? And they're cheering. Yep. Na 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 na. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> goodbye. And it was just, mm, 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 mm. it was absolutely sensational just to see that. So, yeah. And Richmond supporters, you guys, you're putrid. You're bloody bandwagoners. I don't know what you were doing, but that was just disgraceful. All right. Second, Melbourne Football Club. How dumb can you be for two votes? You've got a game at the MCG. Conditions looked a little bit, looked like it was going to be a bit dicey moving into the game. But you know what? We decided to go with, hmm, we might not go with a full forward. Let's not go with a full forward. We've got two sitting in the twos, but we're not going to play either of them. And we make 15 entries in the last quarter inside 50s, 15 of them. And we yet we weren't able to hit a target. You've got Ben Brown, who's <laughs> you've recruited him for four years on decent money, like to sit in the twos, it's stupid. You've tried with Edom. You've got to get this guy in. They've probably realised one week too late that he's the man to be there. We've um, um and we chatted about it on like on on tipped out because oh. you and I were shooketh that he wasn't named in the list after we had hot, had a hot tip that he was going to be in the team this week. Oh goodness gracious! Yep, <laughs> uh, it's, it's absolute poo, absolute poo. But what tops it off? Let's go with what tops it off. It couldn't get any better than this. Like. You've got soggy biscuits, right? You know when you, you, your soggy cereal gets soggy? That's mm-hmm. it's okay because you still drink the milk. But there's nothing better than wet toast. West Coast Eagles, you are seriously the mummy's boys club. You're shocking. When I spoke to the Fremantle in the, on the Purple Rain podcast at the start of the year, they said to me, Peps, West Coast Eagles, they want to be a family club. They want to be mums and dads and they want to settle you down with a girlfriend and have kids and be a family club. Well, it just gets to show that when they go away from the families, all of them, they can't handle it. They're, when they're in hub life, they are just – last year they were shocking. This They kicked, Jamie, three goals eight against Sydney, which is not the best attacking team in the league. Mm-hmm. Three goals eight. And one of those and one of those goals came – actually, they kicked one in the first half and two in the second half. They kicked three points yep. in the last quarter. Yeah. And you have a look at that list – there's not much of a difference from that that premiership team from a few years ago. Mm-hmm. They've got a lot of qua- – they got – you reckon Melbourne have got issues upstairs. They get my three votes. They were putrid. Yep. All of them should get dragged. And you watch. You watch. Who gets cut this week? Mm-hmm. It'll be the, the fringies. None of the, none of the big names. Fringies. No. You don't cut fringies. big names. No, don't Good time of you not to cut them. No, of course not, Jamie, of course. But, no, it was good to see that Nick Nat had a massive – uh, 15 disposals, two kicks, 13 handballs, and one telling mark. He would have been almost been ruck- most possession, wouldn't he? Oh, he's still the best ruckman in the league. For sure, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> who, who are you dragging? All right, Peps, my theme this week. My theme is deja vu. Let's go through it. West Coast, what happened last time they went down to the Cattery against Geelong? What did they get beaten by? Shitloads. 
Almost 100. Yep. Happened again. Deja vu. Or deja vu. Whenever West Coast leave their home state, they get pumped. Deja vu. Do you remember deja vu in the movie Top Secret? I don't remember. I don't know the movie. I forget you. Um, Great film. Deja vu. Melbourne Football Club. Oh. It's starting to feel a bit like the time when you missed the eight by point two of a percent. You're going to miss oh, the top no, four was, because was, of something. It was a half a percent. <laughs> You're going to miss the top lost, four because combined, of something. We've lost all our combined games this year by 29 points and we still could miss top four in percentage. That's... <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's starting to get that little bit of a shaky Melbourne feeling about it again, isn't it? I had, I had plenty of room in my jeans, right, at the start of the year. Yeah. Mate, they're getting tighter and tighter every week we drip in. <laughs> they, might, they could be at their tightest this week. They, as you said, Peps, as you said at the, at the about 10 minutes ago, they could have been first just last week and dropped down to five by the end of this week. In two weeks, slide down to fifth and might not get back in. Because <laughs> <laughs> you've lost three of the last five. Like that hasn't helped. Or three of the last six or something hasn't helped Mum was to the 17th and mum was to the 16th team. Hey, do you know what though? Us, oh my God, you got us this week. Top eight, yeah. uh, you, you'll win this week. Um, all right. So a bit of a deja vu for the Melbourne Football Club. Starting to get a little bit of that feeling again. And Tigers. Ninthmond. <laughs> We're there again. Pitch it. We're there again. Oh, they are ninth on the ladder. There oh, is some poetic geez. shit to that. Frio not winning, which keeps Richmond in ninth. Mate, that, that's poetic. Right. I'll tell you what. If you haven't got your, if you haven't got any blue pills left in the collars at boys. Just throw the tape on of Gold Coast beating Richmond. That'll get that. That'll get. Uh, it's that'll better get than a cheeky little blue. Oh, that'll get some lead in your pencil. All right, uh, unbelievable. All righty. Hey, um, all right, mate. Well, it's time to um, give the votes. And, yep. uh Yeah, um, I just think there's only one bloke that we can go to, and it's this guy. Three votes. All right. Uh, all right. Let me race through mine first and foremost. This one's not yep. even AFL related. This one's for the NRL. Just when you think that the uh, AFL guys, uh, we have Kebab Kebabgate last year, we have Spargate last year. The NRL just take it one step further. Good old St George Elorora players find three hundred and five thousand no. dollars for a COVID breach. My goodness! <laughs> Seriously, it just goes to show that you, you you can't. No matter how many blows to the head <laughs> you could have. Should have been worse. Should have oh. been more. If they had the AFL on that, they would have not played for the rest of the season. It would have been close. But just clubs would have, clubs would have been fined hundreds of thousands of dollars. But they're an inferior. Oh, well, what did Tex get for taking the mask off in the plane? What was that? Mm. Is that thirty? Yeah, something crazy. Yeah. So one guy got fifty grand. Another guy's been sacked. Oh. <laughs> they've all got. They've all been given a week. Oh. Could work NRL. Like just when you think you, your season couldn't get any stupider with all the rules and all the, the although the peps yep. peps standard for NRL start a, a story like this. This is standard. Oh yeah, they, they they needed they needed a good news story, didn't they? So they just God, standard. Right. Um, I have to throw these ones out. The cats, the dogs, and the lions. They, my friends, they they're the three are the standouts. They're the three. One of those three will win the flag. Mm-hmm. I'm saying it now. It will either be the cats, the dogs, or the lions. Um. At the moment, just with the way things are going, Port, Melbourne, probably a step behind. They've got yeah. a few things they need to work out. Yeah. Uh, the Cats may find it a bit of a struggle, but they played some good footy last week. 
Will age catch up with them at the end of the year? I still mm. think now looking at it, I think it'll be a dog's lions grand final with dogs to take it out. And I hope that yep. they do. But there's a lot of, you know, said you know, a month ago, D's were sitting top of the ladder. Now they're sitting potentially outside the four. <coughs> Imagine if the bond goes down. Yeah. Imagine if, uh, well, you saw what happened, cameras and goes down on the weekend. You never know. Hey, look, my three votes goes to a Gold Coast bloke. Now, I've been saying I've been loving him all year. There's a lot of people out there that absolutely love him, right? But it just goes to show on Friday night or Thursday night against um, there's a guy running around in the number eleven jumper for for Gold Coast, Tuke Miller. Swear, I I would have him in a heartbeat. Off the chain. Oh, he is off the chain. He had thirty six disposals, nineteen kicks, seventeen handballs, seven marks, seven tackles. But some of the footage of him, I don't know if you watched um, On the Couch or any of the shows last night, it was footage of him running past Dusty, running past their midfielders. Dusty's a lazy footballer. I don't care what any Richmond supporter says. He is a lazy footballer when games. Um, I reckon he's a downhill skier. Oh. I'm calling it out. Dusty's a downhill skier. Oh, there we go. And One of the most decorated players in the AFL history. Well, he's a downhill skier at the moment because Richmond aren't playing well, and when Richmond don't play well, he hasn't been playing well either. Okay. He Tuke Miller was burning past him while he was just walking in the midfield trying to get the easy ball. Yep. So, Tuke Miller, you get my three votes because you are an absolute star, my friend. Love and it. I hope you bloody pole well, pole well on the Brownlow this year because, by God, you deserve it. Love it. <laughs> right, go for it. All right. My three, two, one. Bonton Pally wines Petrarca. Lock them in. Brownlow, order, done. What was it? Bontempelli. Wines, Petrarca. Mm. Lock that in. That's Oliver, my order for this year's Oliver, Brownlow. And then you go Oliver Parrish for four and five. Yeah. It's as simple as that too. But yeah, get your money on it. Hey, actually, mate, we should do that as a multi, see if we can get that in that correct order, what we get for it, Jake. Oh, that would be worth uh, hundreds. We could actually get like a decent broadcast setup. We could even live together. Mm. And the with the wives? Yeah, we, we can in, we could do um some some nights on yeah if they want to come and visit us <laughs> yeah that's, mm, all right um that, that that's my lock in pep Bontempelli I mean he's having a season of a season what a season what a man oh, hey he's just he's just, just a, what a man I love wines another forty plus game uh lock it in for that I think Oliver Oliver. Oliver's been good. He's been good, but I think that Petrarca will be, be better than him and will still vote off him. So that's why. But I put Petrarca there because Petrarca is a bull. Oh, he's a bull. I love him. I love. I, love I, I, I do love what Oliver's doing this year. I think that he is probably a cleaner, but I do think Petrarca is more of a bull to the ball. Yeah. Um, he sprays his kicks too much. Yeah. That's another story for another day. Hey, yeah. all right. Splash the cash time. Just want to go through some contract news. Sure. Really, go through really it. Really quickly. Okay. So uh, Darcy Parrish signs on for another two years, gets him up to free agency, which funny mm-hmm. enough is the same year that Clayton Oliver. So you could potentially have Clayton Oliver and Parrish, depending on what happens at their clubs in the next couple of years. Uh, imagine those two, uh, grabbing those two for, for, for free agency, which is good. They're coming to port. String average a three-year highly incentivized offer from the bom- dom- Bombers. Do you think that feels, right, that feels right or not? He's an idiot. <laughs> He, he, he breaks down. He breaks down more than my whole Nastra. Right. Right. Like he's had one good season in the last three. He should. Whatever happened that. to that Astra? It broke down. I got rid of it. Your rose-coloured one. Yeah. 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 Got rid of it. Right. But he All should right. take the three years and take the incentives because he thinks he's that good. Don't do a Ben Brown. 
Just take. Is that what it, you're mate. saying? Just don't be, don't be greedy. Don't be. Don't be a Ben Brown. Don't be greedy. Don't be greedy. Prove that you're worth the cash and get more. Okay. Tex Walker signs on for another year, which will be his fifteenth. Good on you. Worth Tex. it. Another guy. Yeah. Although, if you're an Adelaide supporter, though, Peps. Yeah. Would you be asking where the hell are our kids? Why is the oldest guy on our list also our best forward? Just happens, mate. Good Just happens. Grow on trees. Yep. Uh, okay. But we're still waiting for Adam Chera, Josh Kelly, but it looks like he's going to trigger the, the million-dollar trigger on his contract. That's the rumor mm-hmm. going around. Mm-hmm. Sam Wiedemann, Jake Kelly, Ed Kerno, David Mundy, hope he gets another year, Jacob Hopper, Jack Zebel, and many others are still yet to sign up for 2022 and beyond. So stay tuned for Splash the Cash because when we know – You'll know as well. All right. Uh, I have to give us our rising star for the week uh, for the weekend. Yeah. I'll tell you what, how good was this bloke? Justin McInerney, the fourth swan this year. I was surprised when I heard that. Four swans so far uh, have been nominated. And he also joins Lucky Shoal, Mitch Georgiades, Luke Jackson, and Tom Green in being nominated in both 2020 and 2021. So had 22 disposals in Sydney's 92-point win over West Coast on Sunday. I don't know what's up in the water. I know the real estate prices are out of any of our reach, but my goodness, whatever they are doing up there in Sydney, they haven't got the coal up, but they've got something in the water that just consistently breeds good footballers. I just they've they've got the mixture right. I agree. I agree. All righty, J Dog. You know what time it is now, don't you? What is it, Peps? It's listener question time. Let's do it. Alrighty, so. Let's uh, let's get into last week's listener question. Uh, what was it again? Uh, had something to do with uh, old flavor of ice cream is best. I think your, it was. Did you say the, the old the old uh, flavor of ice cream? Mm-hmm. Oh. Where's your button? Tell me what's your flavor? Like it. What's your flavor? All right. The question was: What is the best ice cream? So we've got Nick from the Portress Podcast come in and said, Magnum Ego, chocolate caramel, chocolate smooth and sensual vanilla ice cream. Oh, yeah. That does sound bloody delicious. All right, Tori, Vicky Williams has said, salty, caramel, gelato. Also delicious. Bit of a salty caramel sort of thing going on in this little this little list. Golden Gay Time from Joel, from Joel Michael and a rainbow patter pop. Apologies to Splice and Maxibon. Oh, I haven't had a splice in a long time. They're still making splices, Peps? What do you know? Oh, yeah. They still make them? Yeah, it's like a... Uh, Malibu and pineapple. Mm. Uh, Paul Graham has said Rush Munros. So I know what that is. Actually, I know what that is. Anyway, that's okay. Nick Cowling has said Magnum or the Cookies and Cream Connoisseur Ice Cream. That's out of my price range. Tori's also said can't beat a soft serve either. I do agree. Soft serve ice cream is freaking delicious. It's got to be dipped in chocolate. And Jazz Ruboy Chatter, he's missing, he's missing tonight in our chats. No idea. Honeycomb and bubblegum. Uh, bubble Not bad. Peps, what's... Uh, Uh, Peps, kill the music. Peps, what's your favourite ice cream? Uh, I love a good golden gay time. Uh huh. Not bad. Nuts, nuts, and vanilla and chocolate. Yeah, just like that. That that crunchy on the outside. Crunchy nuts. You know what I've come to appreciate a lot more recently? What's that? Just a, a, a small cone with vanilla ice cream dipped in Milo. Just a classic, a yes. classic Aussie. 
and just sitting down and watching the 2018 elimination final against the Cats. So, Peps, I have, I have some rules. Okay. Never trust a person who just orders vanilla ice cream. They are they are serial killers. Other than getting a fifty cent cone from Macca's, I totally I'm on board with that. But if you're going in and you're ordering just a plain old vanilla ice cream, not trusted, not a trusted person. You've been given seven dollars of whatever money, mum and dad's money, and you go and order yourself a vanilla ice cream. You are a dead set psycho. Out of their hand, and so you don't get anything. It's just it's not on. Vanilla ice cream is not on as a flavor by itself. It is there to be a passenger too. It's a base. It's like black is not a color. Vanilla is not a flavor. No. Um, do you know an absolute favorite of mine, Peps, of ice creams? I don't know. Bubblegum? Bubblegum is a good <laughs> a good favorite. Um, other than bubblegum, because obviously that's only an acquired taste. Heard it salty, by the way. Um, I'm a big fan of Choc Mint. Oh, Yes. Like a, like a choc mint ice cream. I don't even care if it's a cheapy from Coles. The old choc mint ice cream, cheapy from Coles in the white paper. Yep. Freaking delicious. Choc hey, mint is the best combo for ice cream. You know what I had at Macca's the other night? What's that? I snuck down to get some milk, but I drove through the drive-thru. Mm-hmm. I had a caramel sundae with chocolate on the bottom. Mm, chocolate on the bottom, caramel. Interesting. Do it. Do it. Interesting. You know, you know, you know it works. You know it works. Um. Peps, also some ice cream rules as well. I've got some more ice cream rules. Yep. Um, another ice cream rule for me is – well, actually, no. Do you have any ice cream rules before I tell you my ice cream rules? No. Nah, nah, um, no, no. Ice cream's in the winter. Oh, no. Are you to eat them or not? Of course you can if the heat is on 28 in the house. <laughs> can you eat ice cream in a football game? I wear shorts during winter, yes. Uh, at an AFL game? No, yep. you're an idiot. There's pies and chips, mate. Can't eat it. Okay, right. Okay, can't no. eat them at the cricket because it's summer. Right. Okay, but you can't eat them at wintertime at footy. No. Is it weird? We say it's weird. No. No, not on. It's not a football food. Not a football food. Okay, fair enough. It's like red rooster at the footy. No, and pizzas at the footy. No, just peps. Too fancy. Here is my ultimate ice cream. Oh god. I want a proper hand rolled cone. You know, like. The waffle cone, mm-hmm. a proper fresh waffle cone, and then I want the old time flavors chucked in there. Chuck a bit of rum and raisin, all those sorts of flavors. They are the best, the this best. Is, this is, you know, this is not like a Master Chef episode. We're supposed to be talking about the footy here, but I'm sorry. Are you saying you don't like a waffle cone? I like a waffle cone, but am I wrong, listeners? Waffle cones are the are the bomb. Hodgie's hey. come out with Hodgie's come out with Neapolitan, uh, except vanilla, strawberry, and the yellow flavour. <laughs> hey, the man you the man you speak to, see if you want some synthetic grass. He's the man to speak to. Oh, um, all right, Peps, waffle cones. Am I wrong, listeners? Waffle cones are possibly waffle the greatest cones. thing to. Possibly the greatest thing to ice cream since ice and cream met. With chocolate in the bottom. Oh, that's fancy. Right, this week's listener question, J-Dog. What is it? Um, it's one of yours, Peps. Yeah, I've actually got the listener question for it, but we need to get the music for it first. And All right. So here we get go. it sorted. Alrighty. So... Fame. It's all that fame. 
And when we think about fame when it comes to football, there's only thing that we can do. You have to turn your music down a little bit. Okay, well, is that better? Talk louder. So, the AFL Hall of Fame is coming up shortly. And here is my simple question. Which player who isn't in the Hall of Fame should be in the Hall of Fame? So, which player present must be retired, modern day footballer, Mm -hmm. old school, should be in the Hall of Fame. And I'll give you my heads up. I have one person that should be in the Hall of Fame. It's a disgrace that he's not. It's Severio Rocker. Have a look. I think he's out of the top 20 AFL goal kickers in history. He's the only one not to be in the Hall of Fame. Okay. So there's mine. Going early. But who should be in the AFL Hall of Fame that isn't at the moment? Um, Peps, just a just a quick roll check. Is um is Lenny Hayes in the Hall of Fame? Yeah, he's a good guy. <laughs> Let's just remind of who he got inducted with: Dennis Committee, John Abley, Greg Phillips, Dean Cox, Jonathan Brown, Simon Black, John Kennedy Senior, and Lenny Hayes. Lenny Hayes, but he's a good bloke. <laughs> so he, he gets in for winning a Norm Smith. Norm Smith. Shane Y. Woden should be in for winning a Brownlow. Yeah. All right. So there's the listener question for this week. Who should be in the AFL Hall of Fame who currently isn't? I love it. Now, I love it. Uh, on, the, on the home stretch, one week at a time. Look, normally we talk about which game we're looking forward to this week. There's only one game. Slam dunk. Hey, Peps. What's, it is the Watts Roden Cup. It is. It's the Port versus D's. It's the only game this weekend. Don't worry about anything else because this this is what this show is based on. Or Peps. Demons. Mm. Lucky you and I didn't book our tickets to go watch them with the Port Adelaide boys this weekend because we would have been taken half a week off. And yeah, Because we thought it was, we thought originally it was going to be a Saturday night game. Yep. And it got all shifted and moved around. Yep. We were very lucky we didn't book anything in. Thursday night. So we're doing tipped out tomorrow night. Have to do it tomorrow night. Can't mm-hmm. do it Thursday night. Has to be tomorrow night because we're getting ready for the Watts Roden Cup. Uh, it's going to be big. It's going to be massive. And you've actually got a prediction on this. Did you want to let the listeners know who you? No, you can tell the prediction, Peps, because I always, I always feel that if I say it, I'll, I'll jinx Port. But we are going to jinx it anyway. So Port- Jamie actually sent me a message after I completely cracked it last week. The D's performance, and he said, "You'll beat us by ten goals." Yep. And Guaranteed. Every person I've said that to in the last couple of days has just fallen off their chair laughing. Guaranteed. It is a situation where Port are the absolute masters of stealing a loss from the jaws of victory. Oh, no, no, no. The Ds. The no, favorite? no, 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 no. Port Adelaide. Are, are you the favourites? Um, I that don't know. We'll this, That's what we're I don't Jared. know. Jared Barry for Port Adelaide? No, Jared is a great Cats man. Yeah, Jared. Also the best man in town to get Sintake Turf from. I know, but he's not coming on the – you can't <laughs> – all right, so uh, so that's it. That's another episode. Wow, big episode tonight. Lots to talk about. Huge. So just remember, if you haven't, leave us a review on iTunes. Mm-hmm. Or when this podcast goes up, go ahead and send the link to somebody and say, hey, listen, this is awesome. You need to be part of it. Listen to this podcast. It's the best. J-Dog's awesome. Pepsi's got the sexiest voice. It'll make you go to sleep. Play this before you want to make love to your wife or your husband. You'll be in the mood for sure. Or... For the haters, look at these two dickheads. Let's give them shit. That's fine as well. We, we, we accept that as well. Yep. We're, we're non-binary when it comes to football lovers in this group. Um, so remember, we've got that. Also, um, if you want to design us a T-shirt, 
let us know. If you're a graphic designer, you want to have a crack at doing a T-shirt for us, shoot us a message on the uh, the chat on the Facebook page. You can even look at our logo. You can have a crack at that. We've got some ideas. Uh, we just need people to draw them up for us. If you want to, you know, do a bit of a collab, lace out, cross like Yeezy, lace out, um, <laughs> get your footy. Look, good luck to your team this weekend. Hopefully it wins, and I know we will. Uh, J Dog, thank you for a little bit else uh, as well. And hey, listener, uh, quick, listener, some quick little things from listener. Justin Parker said, "Dusty Tycoon, Sunshine Coast on Sunday, pocket filler for your weekend." All right, so let's see. Dusty that. Tycoon, very. We might, we might put that into our multi as well with the, the first five in the Brownlow as well. That's a that, that fantastic basketball uh, player. That one there is. Awesome. So, J-Dog, uh, you've been awesome. <laughs> Listeners, you've been awesome. That's another episode of Lace Out. Jamie, once again, how do you want your footy? How do you actually love your footy? Make Fossey Coach again, and I like it. Lace Out. Have a great weekend, listeners, and go Ds and – Go Power. Go go about footy. Get a footy, Sharon. Sharon. See you, listeners. Thanks for listening to our latest episode. If you haven't done so already, make sure to subscribe, rate, and leave a review on iTunes. I'm your host, Chris Pepper, and with Jamie Wallace, we give you your footy how you want it. Ice out. <laughs>